the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise, everything you're doing by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And we have been rocking and rolling through this year's NCAA tournament bracket. The West in the books, the East in the books. It is now time to go down to the dirty south and focus on the Baylor region. And I'm zeroing in on a couple of futures that I absolutely love. Lundy, but is there any one in particular that stands out to you? Uh, you know, there's a couple that I might toss out there just in terms of if somebody decides to suddenly get hot, um, if you really want to go crazy and for some reason think that Baylor's in trouble, Ohio State's a plus 400 to make it to the final four, if maybe you want to go down that road. But how about uh, these two, uh, Ohio State to make it to the Elite Eight at a plus 130? And I might be stealing your thunder on this one, brother, but what about Arkansas yeah. going to the Sweet 16? Yeah. I'll take a plus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, I actually got it at plus 122, so it's come down a little bit, but still at plus odds. You can't beat it. I also like Arkansas at 8-1 to one to emerge from this bracket unscathed and represent the region in the Final Four. Uh, again, 8-1, to one, you can't really beat that. Purdue at plus 105 to make the Sweet 16? When you face the winner of Villanova and Winthrop and you shouldn't handle business against North Texas, yes, please. Uh, some extraordinary odds there, to say the least. And look, if you want to get on any of the NCAA tournament sides, totals, futures, you need to do so right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And they're putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog and win $256 if they win. It's that simple. Turning $4 into $256 is 64 to 1 odds. Every dollar you bet could turn into 64 Dollars. Uh, pick one of many select college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning 256 bucks. All it takes is a $4 bet. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code FTN to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania residents only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's go down south and have a good old-fashioned NCAA tournament party with the Fade Five. Yeehaw! Number five. Well, let's go ahead and dive in here, Lundy, with some of our favorite selections against the spread. I'm going to work at a total, too, as well. Let's start off with a 7-10 matchup. The Florida Gators, the 7C, going up against the Virginia Tech Hokies, uh, which I think is a turkey. The Hokey Pokey is. I'm not really sure what the hell it is. Anyway, I'm siding with the mascot that is the turkey slash hokey slash whatever you want to call it against those Gators. I think they turn them into luggage, a handbag, a pair of boots. Uh, you know, Flores is too inconsistent and erratic offensively for my liking, Lundy. Number 84 in offensive efficiency over the last month. That's what the Gators have uh, slotted into in that category. Now their D's been stifling in their last eight contests, giving up to 0.907 points per possession and only 26.5% along the arc. But where Virginia Tech is really good is off 
the bounce. Uh, they had the best D as well in the ACC regular season, giving up just 0.986 points per possession. But with Mutz and Aluma, those guys can really score at the rack. Uh, Mutz in particular, man, he can put it on the deck from the top of the key. Next thing you know, he's throwing it down windmill style right into your eye. And he throw it all together to Florida. Two and seven ATS in our last nine. And a pick em. I got to do the hokey pokey and turn myself around. So give me Vitek again, straight up, because it's a pick em. Fade or follow. I will follow you because you said the magic word. Florida is inconsistent, man. Um, they haven't covered in four straight games. They've actually lost in three of those. I mean, this this team has been way inconsistent, and that's not what you want to see when you're entering into the tournament. The other thing, we know that Virginia Tech, obviously, you know, they went through the COVID uh, break that they <laughs> yeah. had, but now you're talking about the fact that you've had this entire week. You're getting ready for the tournament. I think that could be what gets right for the Hokies. I don't know what a Hokie is either. Either, other than I know you're supposed to put your right hip in and your right hip out. Uh, so I will take Virginia Tech with you on the money line. I'll follow. You put your dollars in, you take them out, and you shake it all about. Number four. All right, let's move on to Colgate versus Arkansas. Jai Gruden's favorite team, clearly. Uh, the Colgate Raiders has to be, right? Uh, not the same color scheme, uh, but could be the color of money if you take not them on the spread, but the over on the total in this game, that's going to be a track meet at 161 and a half. Uh, you got two of the fastest teams in the country. Colgate, number 25 in the nation, adjusted uh, tempo. Arkansas, number 17 in the country, and adjusted tempo. And the Raiders can really fill up the cup in Patriot League play. Because remember, they did not play anybody else outside of conference action. They shot 38.1% from three, 56.5% from two, and 75.2% at the free throw line. Uh, Burns is shooting over 40% from downtown, and Ferguson over 50% from three. And it's not like he's only taking two shots. It's a pretty healthy sample size for Colgate. Arkansas, meanwhile, 1.102 points per possession their last seven, netting over 53% inside the arc. And man, do they get downhill. Moses Moody and company and they draw a ton of fouls whistles and they convert early and often at the free throw line now the Razorbacks are number 14 in the country and just the defensive efficiency and I did radio last night with Dallin Cuff of ESPN and Dallin's like look man uh, I played mid-major basketball and he goes it's an entirely different beast that walks in the door when you go up against like an SEC team one of the power six teams as good as Colgate is offensively goes I'm a little bit worried that they're not going to be able to put up enough points to surge the over but I think Arkansas is going to hang a C-note on Colgate, and all they need to get is 62 points, Lundy. So I'm going to take the over. I'm sticking to my guns here. Fade or follow, again, the over 161 and a half in the four, or excuse me, three fourteen matchup between the Razorbacks and the Raiders. Breakout Usain Bolt. This is going to be a track meet. Brad, <laughs> I think this opened actually at 157, which gives you an idea of where everybody jumped as soon as these lines came out. I mean, this thing is expected to go up and down the court quite a bit. Again, you're talking about a spread uh, that we're going to stay away from with this one, but with some of these games, I know that everybody's filling out their brackets, so you're thinking about winners, you're thinking about spreads and all that, but some of these matchups, especially Especially within the first two days of Friday and Saturday, have some pretty tasty over-unders, folks. So make sure you're also paying attention to that, and this is a good one. I don't know about Arkansas hitting a C-note, but I've got them pegged for probably 94-95 at least going up and down the court. So then all you need is a little bit of help from Colgate, and you get the over. 
Yeah, run, hogs, run. Number three. All right, let's move on to the 215 battle between the Ohio State Buckeyes. I have to say that, otherwise they're going to sue me, and they've got powerful lawyers there in Columbus going against the fighting evangelicals of Oral Roberts. The Golden Eagles are going to caca. They're going to fly high here, Lundy. I'm going to take them plus 16, my friend. Ohio State 3-5 and five ATS uh, in its last eight games. And if you have not watched Oral Roberts, Roberts, you're in for a treat. Do they play any defense? No, they're allergic to it. It does not exist in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, they're number you know, 200 or north of that in multiple defensive categories, according to KenPom.com. But the Golden Eagles do love to race up and down the floor, number 47 in the country in adjusted tempo. And 46% of the Eagles' shots come from distance. And they're draining it at a 38.8% clip. They're shooting an NCAA leading. They're even better than Colorado in free throw percentage, which is a historic mark in Pac-12 play at 82.6%. Asmus, uh, I know there's a B in there, but it's uh, pronounced Asmus and Olamer along with Thompson. Uh, Olander, excuse me, along with Thompson. Those guys uh, can really get it done from outside. Uh, Asmus, 43.2%. O'Banner, 45.7%. And Thompson, 43% from beyond the arc. Yes, they're undersized. Yes, they're dreadful on defense. Uh, In a non-conference play, though, they played a rigorous schedule. They lost to Missouri by 27. Okay. They lost to Wichita by 5. Oklahoma State by 5. Oklahoma by 14. And Arkansas by 11. I think they are going to hang tough in this game, Lundy, and that back door, because of the three-point shooting, is always wide open. If Chris Holtman wants to throw in some of the scrubs when this game gets lopsided late, you know Earl Roberts is going to keep their starters out there. These kids are going to play all the way to the final buzzer. So they're going to get that cover on the plus 16 fade or follow. I will follow in this one. And yeah, if you could actually like jump in, you know, we, we would always talk about our, our buddies at monkey knife fight. It just take just points, 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 points. That's what you're looking for in this game. Oral Roberts 10th in college hoops in scoring 81.8 per game. And they, here's the thing about Oral Roberts that you may not realize they actually played Brad. I got to give them some credit. They played a pretty good non-conference schedule. When things started off, they played Missouri, they played Wichita State, they played Oklahoma State, they played OU. I mean, they played Arkansas. They went out and actually had themselves a pretty rough and challenging non-conference schedule, which tells me that I think they're going to go into this game and not necessarily be intimidated by the fact that they're playing in Ohio State because they did play some tough teams to start off the year. So are they going to win? No, No. but I think they're going to keep things rolling. And by the way, uh, you might be able to talk me into the over in this one as well, sitting at 155 and a half. Yeah, it's going to take your breath away for sure. And look, if you want to get in on any of the college basketball player props, yes, they do exist. You need to do so right now at monkeyknifefight.com. They also have some unique bracket games there as well. Monkey Knife Fight, a DFS game unlike any other. Just you against the house on all of your favorite player props, over, under, more or less on stats you already know and track. Put them together in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you hit on the more or less, the more cash you stuff into your pockets at monkeyknifefight.com. And don't forget to use that promo code FTN again promo code FTN and when you do you get a free $5 game on the house have an MKF in good time at monkeynightfight.com number two alright moving on let's go to the 8-9 matchup between the University of North Carolina Tar Heels against the Wisconsin Badgers and I'm fading the living daylights out of Bucky 
And if we were on uh, the Sirius XM Pay the Noise show, I would call for it, Lundy. I would hear it right now in my ear. That sledgehammer. Because I don't see how on earth Carolina does not cover the minus one and a half. Why? They have a distinct interior advantage. Size matters, and the Tar Heels have extreme girth, Lundy. With Baycott, Sharp, Brooks, Kessler. They just throw big dudes, space eaters at you. This is why they're number one in the country in offensive rebounding percentage, generating a second chance on 41.3% of their possessions. The Badgers shot... um, a ton of threes in Big Ten play, 42.2% of their shots, in fact. And the North Carolina D, though, has been outstanding here in the last nine games. Just 0.884 points per possession allowed. That's number 10 in the country, 29.3% along the arc. So they can really neutralize, extending those arms up and challenging shots along the perimeter against Demetri Trice, Brad Davison, and company. And with the soft bigs of Wisconsin and Nate Reavers and Micah Potter, I just don't see how they're going to hang. And Carolina's offense, too, suddenly fixed a lot of its issues. It was wildly inconsistent in the regular season, but in the ACC tournament, uh, they got their bearings straight. And in their last nine games, Lundy, 1.136 points per possession scored. So pulled all together, this could be a smashing by Carolina in the opening round, I think minus one and a half is a gift. Fade or follow. Yeah, that big front court's going to be a problem for Wisconsin. I, I like this with North Carolina. One and a half feels just fine. Maybe a low-scoring affair might be a little bit tight, but I think ultimately North Carolina pulls this away, and it winds up being something that they pull away late, and maybe the final score doesn't show you that it was close early on, but then North Carolina just takes care of business. I I, I think this is a relatively easy one. I like your idea of breaking out the sledgehammer because I think UNC, look, they got to represent the Blue Bloods that didn't make it, Brad. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, they got to carry the weight for those uh, for those other teams. So, yeah, I think UNC takes care of Wisconsin. Yeah, and Wisconsin, too. 2-6 ATS, and it's last eight games. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, let's talk about uh, the very popular 5-12 matchup. And everybody and their great-grandmother and great-grandfather, I think, is on the Winthrop Eagles, and for good reason. And I am, too. I'm going to take them plus six in this one, Lundy. Villanova, uh, obviously down uh, Colin Gillespie, the co-Big East player of the year, uh, out due to a knee injury. And even with Gillespie on the court, uh, they had major problems across the board. This team has not covered particularly well against the spread. Three and seven ATS in its last 10 games. And, and the Nova D, now, though it looks stout on paper in their last six games, they've given up just 0.895 points per possession. But where they have been miserable is perimeter defense they were next to last in Big E's play in that category and on the season number 248 in the country in three-point percentage D but they have also shot the ball woefully from outside as well over the last month netting just 26.8 percent very uncharacteristic for a Jay Wright coach team usually with strong guard play to lay as many bricks as they have from outside Winthrop is an unusual mid-major top 12 in the country in offensive rebounding and defensive rebounding percentage Vaudrin and Claxton can really get after it on the glass and they can beat you outside as well plus they run a very brisk pace and if you remember earlier this season when Villanova lost to St. John's on the road, they fell into that trap of playing an up-tempo style, and they got blown out of the building. They do that again here, knowing they don't have any rim protectors, knowing they don't have their best two-way player on the floor in Gillespie, knowing their defensive wards, they're going to get upset in this game. Now, Winthrop, 
only played UNCG. That's the only other tournament team they have gone up against this entire year, and they beat the Spartans 75-67. to But I like this matchup on paper. Also, do not forget Winthrop, the deepest team in terms of continuous minutes played of any team in this year's NCAA tournament. So, fade or follow the Eagles against the Wildcats catching six. I will absolutely take it catching six, and I'll also tell you I'm sprinkling something on a plus 215 money line on them as well uh, because it could wind up being not only a cover but an outright win with this one. You already brought up the fact that Gillespie's not there ever since the injury on March 3rd. Uh, This is just a different Villanova team. As you said, this is a popular pick. Uh, for folks, especially taking the points. But like I said, I'm going to throw some stuff on the money line too, Brad. I mean, plus 215, I'll, I'll have some fun with that one and see if Winthrop can uh, pull off the upset and Villanova gets sent home early. And before we uh, call this a wrap, it is a hockey hope day after all, Lundy. And I know this is kind of an evergreen podcast focusing on the tournament upcoming, but come on, let's let's throw people a bone for tonight's action on the ice. What do you like? Yeah, if you jumped in on it for a Wednesday, obviously some hump day hockey for you. Here's three picks uh, for you. You can decide to parlay them together, all three. You can grab a couple of them, whatever you're looking for. Uh, you'll get some, uh, you can have some fun on the ice tonight. Going to go with the under uh, six goals between Vancouver and Ottawa, by the way, as of tape time, that's a plus 102 number. Thatcher Demko will be between the pipes for the Canucks. and He's got a great save percentage at 920 on the season. So I like the under uh, in that matchup against Ottawa. I like the Flyers on the road on the money line taken on the Rangers. And then if you want to wrap things up with the nightcap, I'm going to go on the puck line with mm. Edmonton. Calgary has been a little bit interesting these last handful of games. So I'm not so sure that I want to take Edmonton on the money line, but I will take them to keep things close. I'll take that plus one and a half goals on the puck line. So again, Edmonton on the puck line, I'll take Philly on the money line. I'll take under between Vancouver and Ottawa. You can decide to string all those together, do them individually, whatever you would like. Uh, But there's some hump day hockey for you before we sign off on a Wednesday. That's right. Put the biscuit in the basket and make some buckaroos. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith the Noise podcast. Uh, Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, which you kindly, if you enjoy this program, and check out our NCAA Tournament Scouting Guide at FTNBets.com. Full color page breakdowns of every NCAA Tournament uh, team this year. Pluses, minuses, player to watch at a full team outlook. Myself, John Fendler, Mike Kutry put a lot of blood, sweat, and beers into these scouting reports, and it's only $7.95. Go to FTNBets.com slash pricing. That's FTNBets.com slash pricing to improve your office pool chances today and until next time as always feed or follow that is up to you feed the noise